Simplified Chaos, Episode 63. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Wonderful friends, welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Hope you all are having a marvelous day. We have another great episode here for you. Jilly, what are we diving into? Today's episode is all about quality. I like quality. And how for us, I don't think it'll ever go out of style. No, no, quality never goes out of style. But before we dive into our topic today, as always... I want to show a little gratitude. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful. This is going to sound very synonymous to our episode, but quality time with my students. Ooh. Uh, we've we've taken a lot of assessments. Yay, testing! And I know uh, you're a big fan of that. So much so. How did you How did you know, honey? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of clues. A lot of sarcasm there. Anyway, um, we won't dive into that. That's a later topic. <laughs> But because we've done so much testing, I'm just like really embracing like time off and just letting the kids choose more activities that they want to do and even more so than before. So we've been having a lot of amazing outdoor time and a lot of kids I've been able to connect with and just bond with and some of them just their kids are just hysterical. They are so funny. I feel like all kids should be comedians and they'd make a lot of they money really because are all they comedians. say the funniest shit. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, they're being serious. I mean, they don't even know that they're joking half the time, but kids say the darndest things. Yeah. Right, Bill Cosby? Oh gosh. Um, Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> one of my kids was just like talking about the roots of a tree. One day we were in at recess and he's like, look how far these roots have traveled. This is crazy. And I was like, well, how do you know these roots even belong to this tree? What if these roots belong to a tree that used to be here and now it's not here? And he's like, I guess sometimes you just don't know the answers. And I was like, so true, Wilbur. I yeah. guess sometimes you just don't know the answers. That's right. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, what are you grateful for? My calendar. Oh, tell me more about your oh, yeah. calendar. So this is this week I've had a lot of meetings at work, a lot of phone calls, more so than probably any week that I've been at my current job. Okay. And if it wasn't for my calendar and calendar invites and really like planning time to actually get stuff done and and putting that into my calendar, it would have been a lot more difficult for me to get things, you know, done. feel like I've been jumping from task to task, but the fact that, you know, I had meetings set up, but I had to actually block off time this week for like getting stuff and content written. So if I didn't have that in my calendar, it would have been a lot more difficult. So I'm grateful that we have this awesome technology and Microsoft Outlook and it connects to everything else and people can look at my calendar and schedule around my time. So yeah, it kept my sanity this week. You're really good at streamlining just efficiency in your calendar where I'm kind of like, eh, <laughs> you know, like I plan things that are really, really, really important to me, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Well, partly if if I don't block off time, if people see open time on my calendar, they'll put an appointment there. And I'm one of those people who mm. usually will accept it. Um, very rarely do I deny or decline an appointment. So 
Yeah, I, I've, I've I've been blocking off more time to actually get stuff done from the meetings we're having, and, and this is all good stuff too. Like I, I'm, you know, really excited for the things that we're working on at um, at my job. But <clears throat> sometimes you just need to build in time to get shit done. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So you ready to dive into some quality topics today? Yes. And I thought <laughs> this is going to be really cheesy, but. You wouldn't be you if you didn't have any cheese. (laughs) I thought of this little line, like, quality is our jam. We spread that shit over everything. Oh, you would. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we do. And I kind of had, of course, you know, we were like, what should we podcast about this week? And I was like, Nick, we can't think too hard about it because... Yeah, we were thinking really hard. We, We just came off of a week where we just, all we had to do was record an intro for our interview last week with Brittany. And if you haven't checked that out, we highly, highly, highly encourage you to listen to that interview. Brittany is just an amazing person, had a lot of great golden nuggets in her, in her time with us. So definitely check out episode 62. But, you know, we were really... At that point, we we enjoyed our week off, not having to really think. And then, oh, shit, it's Wednesday and we still don't have a topic. So, you know, we were thinking but not thinking. And then it just, again, like it always does, it organically came together. You had a, a an epiphany. I did. And we started rapping about it back and forth. And we were like, yeah, this is good. We were we rapping talk. Yeah, we were and snapping and clapping. back and forth. We're like, we can cover 30 minutes on this shit. Yes. And... I think what brought it to my head is because we've been really looking at our finances, our financial situation, I'll say that. Yeah. To make sure things are in line um, for whatever changes may or may not occur. For our goals. For our goals, yes. And I was looking at my savings account and just the investments we're making. And I'm like, I've never been so intentional with my money. And yeah. I've never n- not. And it's amazing because yeah. we've really been. This change has been over the course of the last six months, maybe a little bit longer. And it's just amazing that because we've been able to pay off of our debt, all of our debt except for our house, um, we've been managing our budget. It's just like we're just seeing things grow. And now it's just like, okay, we're at a point where we may be looking to pivot some of the things that we're doing and we're prepared. Yeah. And it's it's not only that. It's just the fact that we've been we've changed our habits, too. With spending. Yeah. And habits that I've been instilled, that have been instilled in me, like shopping habits have been instilled in me at a very young age. Because my grandmother, like that's how she showed her love for us. She took us to the mall on any kind of special occasion and just gave us any type of clothing we wanted or any type of toy, you know, what a lot of grandparents do. And once I stopped and shifted my habits, my bank account has been growing like it's never been like this before. Yeah. And I've never been so informed about investing and how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like we are choosing quality in not just in our spending, but just in all parts of our life. That's that's very true. And the thing of it is we're we're saving money, but we're not being cheap either. We're actually willing to no. pay for quality items, quality time, quality dining out, what have you. And so it's just because we've established a lot of routines, we've, um, you know, established a budget, it's really and, you know, paid off our debt. It's really allowed us a lot more freedom to do things that we want to do. But more importantly, we're not going to nickel and dime ourselves on on certain things. And then we're going to enjoy certain aspects of our lives, like 
eating out and, and going to a nice dinner and maybe having a couple of cocktails. But because we've been way more intentional with our budget and really reaping the benefits of actually buying quality things, and we'll dive into that in just a couple of minutes on on the different areas that, that we've really been spending more money on, but we have a plan. And I, that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this, because I think sometimes people may see the restaurants we choose or what types of products we buy, and they're like, wow, that's really expensive. I could never afford that. But honestly, like we are saving so much more money because we're choosing more intentional, mm-hmm. the quality things that are adding to our health or adding to our wellness or adding to our our happiness. And I want to preach that because I think sometimes people are like, that's way too expensive. I could never do that. But it is so possible yeah. if you're intentional with how you're spending your money. And quality is like the one word that defines what we're doing. And I have this great quote to kind of start our Let's podcast, All right. this episode. It's by William A. Foster. Quality is never an accident. It is always the result of high intention, sincere effort, intelligent direction, and skillful execution. It represents the wise choice of many alternatives. I ever told you you're really good at digging these quotes up. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and it, it's spot on, too. I, I think that in order to bring quality into your life, you have to be intentional. If you just go out and all willy-nilly or whatever, you're going to have a lot of things that are not quality. And I think in our perspective, quality of life is not our income or it's not what type of house we live in. Like our quality of life is determined by our well-being and our health. Yes. And we are choosing intentional things that are going to add to that and not deplete from that. And that is kind of, I think, our amazing uh, equation that is helping us save a shit ton of money, but also feel really good in Mm -hmm. the process and not feel like we're really depleting ourselves or depriving ourselves from things that are going to make us happy. Right. So do you want to start with the different areas? Yes. What do you want to start with? So I'm, I kind of wanted to start, I feel like the areas that I want to talk about are the things that we value. Yes. And first thing is time. 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 Um, Can't put a value on time. (laughs) And that's the one thing that's non-refundable. It, damn, good job. <laughs> it seriously is. I think sometimes we take for granted that, oh, it's just 30 minutes, but right. that's 30 minutes you're never going to get back. Yeah. So for me, it's like every minute is so, so vital, especially now having a child. Having yes. Lucille has completely changed my perspective of time. I almost wish, and I don't know, I don't know if I appreciate time, if I could ever appreciate time before there's something I, about, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if that's something you can instill in people who have never had a kid, but I have a feeling it is. If you, I'm sure it, it just comes in different stories. Like for us, it took us having a baby. Yeah. For other people, it may be like someone in their family died. Like for instance, Michelle was just saying, who we interviewed on the podcast, Michelle Knight, um, I forgot what episode, that she valued time more than ever, ever since her, her, brother, her brother had passed away. Right, right. So I think unless you have some kind of crazy, almost traumatic experience because even bearing Lucille like you know the birthing process Mm -hmm. was a traumatic experience but I think sometimes it takes a tremendous struggle for you really to appreciate time more and that's just my perspective of it but yeah there's usually some kind of event that goes around that and it's just like you realize that your time on this earth is limited and not every day is guaranteed, so it's you, you want to live your life to the fullest. But again, you also need to prepare for the future should you live to be 150 years old. But you want to live every day like it is your last. But we have to be responsible. 
And just to give an example of something that I really never thought of before is like watching television. Now, when I think about watching a movie or a show, I'm like, is this show or movie worth two hours of my life? Yeah. Because that's, that's pretty valuable time. Like, is this worth it? And that's the question I keep asking myself. Is this worth it? It really hasn't been worth me watching the Caps lately. They've been really shit in the bed, so I haven't been watching them. <laughs> but um, I just feel like I'm questioning my my time more than ever. Like, am I really craving to spend time doing this, or do I just feel like I'm obligated to it, or I'm do I feel like I have to do it, or I should do it? I've kind of thrown the shoulds out of, out the window now, and I'm like, you know what? I feel confident that I can decline and say sorry, but no thanks. Even mm-hmm. if it's family or close friends, it's just. I know what makes me feel better and I want to spend my time doing those things to as much the ability that I have. Yeah. You've done a really good job about listening to your body and, you know, just the the signs on things where it's like, okay, I need time for myself or, you know, I'm going to politely decline an event just because we need to, you know, we need to take care of ourselves first and that way we can take care of each other and our family and then so forth. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think, you particularly have been really good at, you know, only doing things that bring value to your life. And, you know, I think together, I mean, we don't really watch much TV at all anymore. You know, we're trying to find ways to be productive. We're trying to find ways to grow this podcast. There's a lot of things, a lot of goals that we have. And it kind of goes back to that goal setting episode where, you know, we're constantly writing in our journals on, you know, what it is we want to do, what we want to achieve. And, If we're doing things that are mindless and not spending the time in the right way, we're not going to reach those goals. So, you know, we're, we're really valuing our time when we're working on this. We're valuing our time as a family on the weekends. It excites us. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's drudgery. It's like, this is really fueling for me. And don't get me wrong. Like when you were out the other day, me and my sister watched a movie, a timepiece movie with Kira Knightley. You would. We love Kira Knightley. And it was really nice just spending quality time with my sister. Like yeah. we enjoy that those types of things. So it's like I do, but it's very minimal and it's very intentional. Um, but I thought time was the first one I really wanted to cover. Perfect. So the second one I have is is food. Oh my god, yeah. comida. <laughs> we have to have quality food. Yes, and again, there's a lot of people that are like, I can't afford to buy organic, or I can't afford to buy local, and I to each their own sure but it's one of those things that to me whatever's directly going in my body like input equals output so i'm going to make sure to budget and save money so that i am buying the best type of fuel i can get because i know when i do i feel phenomenal yeah and i think because you go to the grocery store with a plan because we have our designated meal nights because we don't buy more than what we really need for the week we're able to spend more on quality food. So those organic things, because we're not overbuying, we're not throwing stuff out. We do a fridge dump on the weekends. Um, We did a left, we did a leftover dump last night and we had, we cooked a lot of extra food this week and we were like, you know what? We're going to push pizza night to Friday. Yeah. We're going to, we're going (laughs) to, we're going to get the stuff that's in the fridge out because we have a lot of leftovers. We don't want it to go bad. So that's really, you know, it's almost seems like for some people it can be like scarcity that we're living on scarcity, but it's like, no, we're, we're planning our meals out for the week. And the fact that you go to the grocery store with the plan helps us buy those a little bit more pricier food items. 
Yes. And it's fueling us, you know, because you are what you eat. I told you I was going to drop in these really corny lines <laughs> in this episode. Um, but yeah, we're that's how we're able to do it. And it's and shopping quality food is actually saving us money. Yes. Like Again, it's crazy. Yeah. I think so many people need to hear this. Like when you have a plan and you're intentional, you can still buy quality food, like really good food and still be saving money. You just have to be intentional with your plans and your rhythms for the week, which I feel like we have created some phenomenal rhythms that make sense for our family and we are willing to be flexible and tweak them. And um, and I'm still able to have money to go to a coffee shop on the weekend and indulge in a croissant. and Or on your way home from work. Yes, <laughs> and indulge in a delicious latte with a coworker and I can't like I can't complain about our food situation at all. I can never complain about how pricey it is because we spend around the same price for for our grocery bill and I buy high end things. Yeah. And I'm not sick. I'm not ill. I feel amazing. I'm enthusiastic when I go to work. I wake up happy. Like food directly co- like correlates to oh, yeah. my energy and I'm not going to you are what you eat. <laughs> you just keep saying that. <laughs> I'm just not going to nickel and dime that part of my life. Right. For me, that is so important. So, and because I have that nutritional education background, it's like I understand the connection between food and everything else in our body, like where everything is connected. Right. So, I know too much to buy crap. Like I really do. And mm-hmm. I want to preach this to everyone and help anyone I can with this because I know how important food is and I think mm-hmm. that everyone can absolutely buy quality food and save money at the same time. Absolutely. And I think this is a good segue to date nights and dining out. Experiences. Yeah, experiences. Yeah, yeah, if you want to call it that. Um, Basically, because we go to the grocery store with a plan, again, we have designated meal nights. We um, prep our lunches for the week, you know, and, and have leftovers for lunches for the week. So we're not going out to lunch every day. We're not going out to dinner every night, you know, so we do have, again, some money left over that we can go to a a really nice dinner. And, you know, we like to enjoy a couple cocktails while we're out as well. So, you know, we our our dinners are at least probably 80 to 100 dollars, just depending on where we're going. And we don't really spare any expense. Like we'll get what we want to eat. If we want to get the filet mignon, we're going to get the filet mignon. Um, but it's just because we've done, we've put all these processes in place. We, we have all these plans and it just allows us that freedom. And it's just like, you know, our budget hasn't gone or our income hasn't gone up or down in the last two or three years, but we've saved more. We've been able to pay off debt and everything like that. And it's allowing us to, to live this kind of life where we can go out and, and, you know, maybe splurge a little bit. And that whole expression, like quality over quantity, I feel like when you do, save up for quality it's it's like the quantity is less yeah but if you only look at the quantity it's like you're buying more of it thinking you're saving money because it's so cheap but in the long run it's actually adding up to be a lot more yeah i don't think, think we'll ever do a sam's club or a bj's or costco or it's any of those things it's, it's really not for us um you know it, it may be for for some families but for, for us yeah. it, it's certainly not um you know, we'll we'll continue to go to to Giant Food and and get go to Target every now and then for paper products. But yeah, you know, we we've got our our plan. Yeah, and to each their own. You know, whatever works for you, 
go and do that. But yeah, that's just, at least right now in our life, we are like, we don't need to buy in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> it just is more chaotic than anything. Um, well, as the coronavirus spreads, you know, we, we may need to oh, stock up on do, do toilet not paper. Bring, I know. Do not bring that talk on this Folks, podcast. Folks, I'm not an alarmist. I just thought it'd be funny <laughs> to say something about that. Um, so something else I had on here is just clothes. Yes. I mean, I am so stoked that I'm wearing the same clothes. I see pictures of me from five years ago and I'm rocking the same winter jacket, the same sweaters. Mm -hmm. I did splurge on a new, two new pairs of high-waisted pants, but I did get rid of two pairs of pants because I'm over the low rise. I am all for the high rise. Are you over the low rise? I am. I saw you in a pair of low rises the other week. I did because it was like a... A pair I could wear and not feel it like very it, they different got because I've seen you in high rise and they would drive me nuts because I kept pulling them up when I would like <laughs> bend down. I'm like, damn, how did I used to wear these butt crack jeans? I don't understand, but I still rock the low rise. I am saving. <laughs> I, you're a dude. You like anything on women? Let's. Oh, be I'm honest. talking about myself. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm doing the low rise. That's right. You're cracked us show when you bend over. <laughs> oh man, um, low rise for dudes. Um, <laughs> so. And I can't tell you, like, I am saving so much money on clothes because I'm choosing quality stuff. Yes. And you can still buy quality stuff at Target. Like, I'm all about ethical, but I can't be perfect with that. Like, I'm sorry. Um, And thrifting is fun sometimes. Sometimes I really don't feel like digging for the best secondhand shirt or secondhand pair of pants. And I'm okay with that. You know, I understand that what works for me now may not work for me later. And I'm okay going to Target and buying a new pair of high-waisted jeans. Sure. I wear them for four days a week, like I've done this week, and I'm so Nobody excited notices, about them. And it, it kind of goes back to shit, all the way back to our wardrobe episode, which is like our early ones. Yes. Um, where like nobody notices what the hell you're wearing, so you know who gives a shit. You know, if you want to wear the same jeans three or four days a week, that's fine. Yes. Jeans are very versatile. For sure. Pairs of clothing, like I, the the guy from who owns Levi's or whatever is like you know you don't even have to wash your jeans all that often and in fact it's like not a good thing so it's it's kind of you know that's one of the most versatile things so get yourself a good pair of jeans yes because you can rock them multiple times a week and I'm really I'm kind of over the fast fashion like whatever the fad is and I'm noticing that the fads are like literally 80s and it's, 90s yeah the 80s and 90s are making a <laughs> strong comeback now. <laughs> But I'm all about like knowing what colors work for me and what styles fit me best and just sticking to that. And it's not boring to me because mm-hmm. I'll mix it up with my personality. You know what I'm saying? That's right. But I am saving so much money because we are buying quality clothes that last for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking in our closet right now and I think the only things that I've bought in there in the last year is I switched and bought a new set of dress shirts, you know, got rid of the old ones, got the new ones. Um, spend a little bit of money on them. And I like them because I don't have to take these ones to the dry cleaners. These are actually really good in the wash. Um, they don't wrinkle. Like, it's truly wrinkle-free. Like, a lot of the wrinkle-free shit that's out there, it's not wrinkle-free. It's bullshit. This stuff actually is. So I'm very happy that I spent a little extra money on this because I know these are going to last a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I wear clothes out for years. I wear shoes out for two and three, maybe even four years. I think I just threw away the vans that I got, that we bought or that I bought on our honeymoon. And that was, Holy crap. Yeah. That was yeah. five years, six years yeah. ago. Yeah. Almost. So, you know, I rock shit out and I wear them out and it's because I'm buying quality stuff. And here's another, I think benefit of buying quality stuff is when you buy less things and you buy quality things, you take much better care of it. 
Versus if you buy a lot of cheap stuff, it's like they're accumulating and you forget what you have, what you don't have. And you have this mindset that like, oh, I have five other pairs, so it doesn't really matter. Right. Whereas if you're buying one pair of quality high tops, which I have, and I've been rocking them for about three years now, it's like I make sure to take damn good care of them. Because oh, absolutely. there is a scarcity and there's something about a scarcity that makes you really appreciate the things you have. And I, that's a great point. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, I... I do tend to take better care of things because I know that we've A, spent a lot of money on it, but B, we want it to last a long time. So scarcity is a great thing. And again, I think it us learning this now is great for Lucille, like watching us yeah, learn yeah. these lessons of like just talking about quality over quantity and like teaching her, I think it's a life skill and like how to purchase responsibly and yeah. in a and way she's that gonna have her lesson, she's yeah. going to spend irresponsibly, oh, which is yeah. fine. I mean, I think that's the only way you learn. And, yes. you know, we're going to allow her to, to do that. You know, she's going to earn money and we'll allow her to spend it on whatever she wants. I really like the. This is a long time ago, but Tucker Max was on a, an episode where he was talking about, um, you know, how he um, parents with his his uh, son. And it's just like, yeah, if he's spending his money on it and it's a candy bar and he wants to eat it in lieu of dinner. Who am I to tell him that it's, you know, not his place to eat it? He spent the money on it. He can do what he wants. And I was just like, that's a very interesting way to put it. And I get where he's coming from. It might not be the the way that every parent wants to go. But I I kind of resonate with that. And I feel like, you know what? These are lessons that, that they're going to learn throughout life. And, you know, eventually they're going to be responsible for their own money and how they spend their money. So why not learn it at a young age? And we think because they're little kids, they can't understand. But damned they understand so oh much God, more yeah. than we think they do yeah. and yeah no I think that's a really I'm all about letting life teach you like if you can let natural occurrences or events teach kids versus me telling them what I think is best that's to me is like the best way because the- well, we always say you know you you know it's best for yourself and it's the same thing for the kids I mm-hmm. mean we, we we tend to because we feel like we're older and wiser we're like you know we know what's best for for them but you know do we really we're not in their life in their, in their shoes every second of the day That's they true. have different life experiences from us and of course yes they're they're not fully seasoned in life and they're gonna need our guidance along the way but again like the the best way that we learn is through our experiences and and Mm -hmm. really taking those negative experiences and learning from those so that we don't have those same experiences those thoughts feelings whatever so yeah we want her to experience the good the bad the ugly and and learn from it yeah we're co-travelers here that's right (laughs) (laughs) um one of the other things i had on here that we really i think have focused quality on is just our relationships what relationship? No. <laughs> I agree. Um, just on how we choose how we choose to spend our time and with what people and even the people we seek out. Um, I think I said it before that I'm over hanging around people that are uh, negative energy vampires that just oh, suck the energy like out of me. Yeah. I'm all about energy supporters. I love hanging around people that challenge me, that make me think, that make me want to grow and be better and I'm kind of over around being with people who want to keep me the same or want to keep me small yeah and I don't I don't know how else to put it but you just get the feeling when people build you up and are excited for what's to come and then you know the feeling when you get around people who are just 
maybe always complaining or always saying like that could never happen or yeah. you know what I mean it's it's almost like a negative energy and to each their own like I get it there's things going on in their life that I may n- never know and but I you know I people have, who are going to support you be your cheerleader yes. and you know you're possibly looking to go through you know a big change soon and you want to be surrounded by people who are going to support you through that change. So, you know, it's... And support is everything. I yes. know Brittany talked about in our last episode. Finding your tribe, as she called it, and just using them, you know, when you need it. Like, when you need a lift from whatever you're going through. Because life is really hard. It's not it always super exciting. I mean, it's exciting, but it's hard at the same time. And I want to rely on those people that are... They love me no matter what 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 stage of life I'm going through and they're always supporting me no matter what. They're never making me feel less and um, I think quality when it comes to people is huge. Yeah. yeah. Your environment which includes people is so important. Yeah. No, like like you said the the people that you're around really kind of dictates who you are too and and you know has a huge influence on how you are as a person. So Know who you want to be and surround yourself with those people who make you feel good and support you all the way. And I said this before, if you can't find people who are like that, use social media wisely and find those people and reach out to them. They're out there. Because we have done it. We've we've met complete strangers yeah. and we've made some great connections and relationships because of it. So don't feel like it's not possible. Like that is the beauty of technology that yeah. you can reach out to a community of people that resonate with you and want to build you up it's just a matter of maybe finding them absolutely yeah all right do you have anything else no i'm good i think it's time to jump into some resources some quality resources quality resources (laughs) so i found an amazing blog post it was from thoughtcatalog.com that's an interesting website. It is. <laughs> anyway, I really liked what they had to say, though. It's the title of the blog post was 10 Simple Rules to Live By for a High Quality Life. And I've only chosen five. Half the list. I've chosen 50% <laughs> to share because these are the ones that really stuck out to me and that I can resonate with and that I can fully back up. The first one is don't follow the rules quote unquote the rules rules are meant to be broken society has put a number of rules in quotation marks in place that people often blindly follow Mm -hmm. as i have gotten older i have realized that there are no set rules to this life that we live if you want to quit your job and move across the country you can if you want to learn how to dance at the age of 60 you can there is no set way that you should be living your life as long as what you are doing is not negatively affecting anyone else go for it Forget what, quote unquote, they say you should be doing with your life. Do what you want to do now. Stick with it or change your direction later. It doesn't matter. There are no rules. You definitely have the power to to make any changes that you want at any point in your life. And really, you get in your own way most of the time. You're, you're head and you say absolutely. you can't do it, but you absolutely can. It's easier to do anything you want now than it ever has been in the history of the world. So if you don't like something that's going on in your life, make that change. Gotta make a change. I knew, Michael Jackson, yeah. I feel like I've said it before in a podcast. I probably have. <laughs> Check out love- episode 38. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> I was like, how do you know that nah, on the top of your head? <laughs> I know all of our catalog. I just love a good snap and a clap in a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one is 
be kind. This is all that matters. It doesn't take any effort to be kind. Uh, I disagree. I think it takes a lot of effort, especially when there's negative people around. You oh. really have to try to find the bright I side. I think it's a lot harder to be negative than it is to be kind. See, I don't know. For me, I know we can debate oh, this for we're a while. debate on this. But I feel like in certain environments, it takes a lot of energy to really truly be open and kind, especially to people who may not be delivering that type of energy. Fair enough. That's just my I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it can go either way. I think it's a mindset thing, but... Oh, I. you can have a great mindset, but still feel like sometimes you have to go above and beyond to find the bright side of things just because people are saying all of these negative things. And eventually it's like, I give up, I'm going to walk away, and I just, I don't know what else to say. But... Fair. Not saying it's like worthless energy i'm i'm using i'm realizing where to use it and where to like save it right but yeah i feel like be kind it's such an easy rule like quality of your life just be kinder be kind folks <laughs> um number three i have they have is spend time in nature we do like nature it is way too easy to get separated from the nature that surrounds us go outside and look at the stars and the trees and all the living things around you you will never cease to be amazed. Being outside makes you wonder about the unbelievable planet that we mm-hmm. live on. Nature gives you a sense of what is important. So seriously, go outside. And that was one of our episodes. Get your ass outside. <laughs> Number four that I have is just realize you have an ability to make changes. While you are seemingly insignificant in the scheme of things, you actually have a great ability to do amazing things. Mm-hmm. A single person can assist in changing the world. Find something that is important to you and take pride in what you do. Yes. Again, with this podcast, like we wanted to make changes. Yeah. We didn't know who was going to listen. If we can make one difference in one person. It's like. It makes it worth everything. That's fucking All, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And number five is don't put too, don't put much value on material things. With that being said, rather than putting value on the most stylish new purse, the diamond necklace your friend just got, or the hottest new shoes, put value on people and animals and the earth that we live on. Instead of thinking about how much money the new purse costs, think about where it came from. Did some overworked, underpaid worker have to suffer so that you can look cool? Did an animal have to not only die, but also live a caged, tortured life so you could be trendy? Living things matter. Material things don't. And again, we are not perfect with doing everything super ethical. Like, I buy certain things that I'm like, you know what? I'm not really sure what the workers are like in the factories. But you know what? I make sure that I try to buy secondhand when I can. I make sure to buy less as much as I can. Yeah. And I feel like that still makes a huge difference. It does. I, I definitely agree with that. So yeah, there's uh, five other ones if you want to check out that and we yeah. will put that all in the show notes for you, friends. Absolutely. So how about that quote of the day there? The quote of the day is by Waldo Emerson. I know Waldo. Where is Waldo? In Emerson. <laughs> Is Emerson a place? Uh, probably. Sounds like some place in near in England or something like that. Oh, Emerson, uh, yes. Emerson. Let's go there. <laughs> it's the Beatles. Um <laughs> The shitty Beatles. <laughs> All right. Um the 
<laughs> the quote of the day is, it is the quality of the moment, not the number of days or events or of actors that imports. I don't know the last part. <laughs> they import shit. <laughs> I should have just read this beginning part and just left out that part. Oh, it's Ralph Waldo Emerson. Oh, yes, Ralph. Ralph. It's Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Jilly just had a bee's knees face, so that, that might be. I was like, that Waldo Emerson. Shouldn't there be a Ralph in front of that? It, Good job. There's definitely a Ralph. <laughs> but yeah, it's all about the quality, not the number. Absolutely. And all right, now it's our time for you all to take action. Jilly, what should our listeners be doing this week? Your take action challenge today is just to seek quality in your everyday actions. Hell yeah. Quality over quantity. Do it up, friends. (laughs) All right, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we are able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you again next week. See you later, guys.